I'm going to change my shirt again. Take, go for it. Change your shirt. I'll be I'll be back. I'm just get off gonna, camera I'm when gonna, you do I'm it. Refill my coffee cup. So welcome back, everyone, to the podcast. Ho, ho, ho. Hope you got everything you asked Santa for. It is now finally Christmas. We are in the season of Christmas, um, which is why I am dressed the way I am. I see Santa on on Tom's shirt. Uh, Feliz Navidad still. And uh, Merry Christmas, Tom. Merry Christmas, uh, John. And this is uh, this is uh, uh, what, I can't even remember what are what we almost perfect. Yes, light. we we are an almost we are perfect. all we are almost perfect light. Yes, light. That's right. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Tom, how was Christmas morning? <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> hey, He's prophesying. You just, you just you just said something, and I and and it reminded me of a scripture, the scripture out of the Psalms, and I think I I read it this morning. Uh, is uh, uh, delight yourself in the Lord. Amen. And he will give you the desires of your heart. So, so I have been delighted and I've gotten everything I want. Amen to that. All right. Well, Tom, around Christmas time from the podcast, we like to take it easy. Uh, we don't like to get so deep. <laughs> like and we've serious. been working so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how serious we are around here. Um, but our, it's our Christmas uh, episode, so we want it. But we still want to inform people. We still want people to learn. We still want people to grow. And so uh, we're going to focus on Christmas music this week. Tom, do you have a favorite Christmas piece of music? Yeah, actually, Ellen and I were uh, were talking about this uh, a few weeks ago, which I think was two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yes, we are recording early in case you're wondering. The, the question the question was, so what is your favorite Christmas song? And uh, and uh, and and Ellen was answering for me, which and I was answering for her. And uh, and we actually got it right. You know, after there's sometimes sometimes it's easier when you're first married to answer questions like what's uh, what's your what's her favorite color? Well, a long time ago, I could answer that. And uh, same for her. And, uh, but things change as you get to know one another more. There's a lot more. There's a lot more. Well, give me a context. But anyway, in, in this, <laughs> that question, well, that answer for me was, oh, holy night. I oh, just, holy I, night. I, I love that, that song. I love, oh, holy night. I love the message in that song. And I love the, the uh, beauty of that song. Um, and, and for her... Um, it was, uh, you know, Mannheim Steamroller has, oh, still, still. And, uh, and you know, I, I think it is called still, uh, but uh, S-T-I-L-L, uh, in case someone from up north is listening. So my favorite Christmas song is Emmanuel. And I always have to tell people, not Oh Come, Oh Come, Emmanuel. To me, that's more Advent than Christmas. But Emmanuel, his name is called Emmanuel. God with us, revealed to us, his name is called Emmanuel. It's a simple, it's a short song, which is actually meaningful for me. Like that, 
you break everything down, take off the glasses, take down the tree, you know, the Santa shirts, the Feliz Navidad, all the stuff. You get rid of all that. And all you're left with is the most important thing, Emmanuel. So that's my favorite song. I love when we that's get why I, to sing it. Yeah. And that's why I say delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your Amen. heart. And uh, that's why uh, I find I find my relationship with Christ delightful. And Amen. And, the fact that he is willing to spend time with me through the scriptures and through prayer and through worship just uh, amazes me. So on the fact that, you know, I'm willing to spend time with you through podcast, that should be amazing too, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I know you feel blessed that I'm here. That's right. I feel blessed, Tom. All right. So let's do our Christmas music. I have some facts for you, Tom, about some of your most popular Christmas songs, Christmas pieces that you and probably everyone else knows. So I'm just going to run through these. If you find one interesting or if you know something else to add to it, you can help school everybody else. Okay, let's start with Jingle Bells. Okay. Jingle Bells. Do you know Jingle Bells is not really a Christmas song? I did not. I know it's sung at Christmas. It is sung at Christmas, but the song was written by James Lord Pierpont to actually celebrate Thanksgiving. Ah. Well, so, it kind of makes sense. Now, think about it now as you, you go through it, right? Yeah, it kind of, okay, I can see that a little more now. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there's, there's no specific references to Christmas. Exactly. We just happen to sing it at Christmas. So I think next year on Thanksgiving worship, I'm, we're going to sing Jingle Bells. <laughs> Dashing through the snow and a one horse. Wait, is that Jingle Bells? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Okay. All right. Number two. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, and Holly Jolly Christmas. Those are all great songs. Uh-huh. They were written by one songwriter, Johnny Marks. Thank you, Johnny Marks. Oh, really? We thank God for you. Uh, so, so Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer uh, was made popular by Tex. I can't, I can't remember. Um, anyway, it was, I, I believe. So just a minute. I need to Google. Hey, Nelly. Oh, hey, Ed. <laughs> Who's saying uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer originally? Might be Gene Autry. Well, I have here another Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer fact. It didn't originate. uh, Okay, it originated from a staff member for Montgomery Ward as a series of holiday-themed coloring books. Oh, okay. That's where Rudolph got his start. Montgomery Ward, children... I was there 3,000 years ago. <laughs> Montgomery Ward. Montgomery Ward. I, th- I definitely remember. Montgomery. I used to have a Montgomery Ward credit card. I remember. I don't know why you I remember that. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Let's see what's next. All right. Uh, ooh, you want to take a guess? The first Christmas song to mention Santa Claus. It was an I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> it wasn't the first. We had no, seen him plenty of times by then. <laughs> Uh, the no, first no. Christmas song to mention Santa Claus was Benjamin Hanby's Up on the Housetop. That, you know, actually that was, I couldn't think of the song connected to that. And the other one, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Those are the two that came to my mind. So Santa Claus will come into town. We should have warned everybody that there might be just sort of random spots where we just sing. 
break out and sing. Yeah, yeah, we might. We should. We should have warned everybody. Yeah. All right. So, uh, "O Come, O Come, Emmanuel" is one of the oldest Christian hymns to still get airplay. It was originally composed in Latin during the 12th century, translated Ooh. into oh, English oh. in 1851. I did not know that. I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't know that at all. Um, it is one of the few songs that, um, I mean, different, and this is one of those, you got to be a pastor <laughs> to get to understand this. But some of us uh, say, uh, say, uh, you know, this is Advent. So you don't mm -hmm. sing Christmas songs like, oh, come, oh, come, uh, all you faithful. But oh come, uh, oh come, uh, Emmanuel. That is an Advent song, so it right. will. Uh, it almost always makes the playlist in church. It does. It does. We've already sang it, and it's yeah. also it's also one that people. Are like, oh, do we sing all four verses? No, 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 no. We don't sing all four. We only sing four because if you look in our hymnal, if you look on the next page, you see like the other three, four or seven more verses that go with it. I think there's like 19 verses. I don't know how many verses there are. To that. <laughs> I was thinking that's like, uh, was it over a thousand tons? Oh, four thousand tongues to sing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, there may be a hundred verses. And, <laughs> and, you know, you got to realize and it's funny. People at one point knew all of them because, well, there was no Google, uh, there was no uh, Apple, uh, you know, no iPod. Well, iPod is already kind of out of. <laughs> I was there three thousand years ago for that too, Tom. I yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Do you know that song? I'm sorry. Uh, the movie. Yeah, I know the movie. I was going to say I don't know. Uh, song but, but you do know song? you're a mean one mr mr grinch oh yeah yeah you're, yeah. A, mean. you're a mean one mr grinch okay do you know tony the tiger mm -hmm. tony the tiger from uh kellogg's cornflakes they're yeah. great frosted flakes yeah they're great kellogg's frosted flakes yep uh the same person voiced both of those uh characters uh singer Thurl Ravenscroft. He sang your mean one, Mr. Grinch, but he also voiced Tony the Tiger, the mascot for Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. So think about that next time you pour out a bowl. Oh, uh, let's see here. Oh, White Christmas. Everybody loves White Christmas, right? Uh, I got actually several. I guess everybody but Tom. He didn't say anything about that. <laughs> I'm not responding. I'm just I'm I'm giving a dramatic pause. Dramatic okay. pause. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. All right. So, White, White Christmas Tony. is the highest selling single of all time. I think I knew that. I think that's something I've, I've heard before. But here's some other things I didn't know. Uh, written by songwriter Irvin Berlin. Irvin Berlin. Yeah. Who hated Elvis Presley's version of White Christmas so much that he tried to prevent radio stations from playing it. He actually wrote the song for a Broadway musical that was never produced, uh, but it was picked up in uh, Hollywood uh, in 1942 for a film starring Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. So, yeah, yeah, and it, it, you know, we think of it as in the in the musical White Christmas, but there is another one that it that preceded that, predated that. And you're talking about I forget I, I forget the name of that. Oh, yeah. Holiday Inn, yeah. Holiday my, Inn, very my, good. 
my Google in the corner. Google ready to go. I love it. I love it. Hey, Siri, name that. (laughs) Uh, Well, just don't let Elvis play it and we'll be okay. I don't think I do. I know the Elvis version. You know, when you say Elvis, I think I'm uh, I'm, uh, the uh, Blue Christmas is the one. I know Blue Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, he, I'm sure he sings White Christmas, too. And I don't know uh, why Irving Berlin uh, would be. I'd have to hear it. But I, I think uh, maybe it was because just simply because uh, Elvis Presley was a um, was controversial for his time because he moved his hips. So <laughs> and honestly, I'm because yeah, he he has a beautiful voice. All right. Okay. It's next one. I think I, I knew this one too. Have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Uh, uh, written for the 1944 film Meet Me in St. Louis, the original lyrics were deemed too sad by both the film's director and its star. Do you remember the star for that? Well, I'm thinking Judy Garland. Was Judy Garland. That. Yes. Uh, she said uh, the song was too sad. And so they need to have it rewritten. Uh, so that it would be a little more upbeat. Uh, now, have you seen the original lyrics? Uh, I I can't even recall the current lyrics or the the update. Oh wait, hold on. Oh yeah, I'll be home. Be home for Christmas. No, I always have Oh, merry little Christmas. Um, make the Yuletide something right. right. Okay, watch this original. <laughs> Here's yeah, the we, original. We just we just butchered that. <laughs> uh, oh, have yourself. Let your heart be. Let your heart be light. Next year, all our troubles will be out of sight. Um, like out of sight, man. Is that what she means? Or no? no. Uh, here it is. Let me find it. Here it is. Here it is. And you tell me if this is too sad. Uh, come on. Where's it? At? It was right here. Okay. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. It may be your last. Next year, we may all be living in the past. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Pop that champagne cork. Next year, we may all be living in New York. No good times like the olden days. Happy golden days of your faithful friends who were dear to us will be near to us no more. But at least we all will be together if the Lord allows. From now on, we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now. I'm going, yep, they're right. That needed a, a rewrite. But if yeah. I do remember, that song was written during, after, sometime around World War II. The man behind the mask. Oh, pay no attention to the man behind that green glasses. Um, but the song was written around World War II. I mean, a lot of people weren't coming home, yeah. right? So you can kind of see that. But still, that was um, Meet Me in St. Louis. So I can understand we may end up in New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Holy Night. That's Tom's favorite. In 1906, a violin solo of Oh, Holy Night was the second piece of music to be broadcast uh, on radio. Really? So very good. Cool. You're in good company. That, uh, that, of course, that was, was probably the, Elvis's uh, White Christmas. That was the no, first. He was, I, said, uh, I don't know. That he wasn't even alive at that. Uh, 
You said 1908? Uh, 1906. 1906. 1906. Okay. Uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing and Joy to the World are two of the oldest English language Christmas hymns originating in the 1700s. Okay. Uh, written by, isn't that, they're written by, um, oh, what's his name? Mr. Isaac, right? Did
open sleigh. I, I think so. Songwriter Gloria Shane Baker wrote, Do you hear what I hear as a plea for peace during the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962? Were you aware yeah, of that, that, Tom? Yeah, that puts, uh, no, I was not. That, But that certainly uh, puts uh, context to to that to the, the song and i also you know uh if uh, a, a lot of uh a lot of the songs are uh you know there is there is deep emotion behind them i am like i said oh holy night for me there's deep emotion uh behind that because it recognizes uh you know the the depth of my darkness and and the love of god mm. uh, that's that that uh that comes and just that, that, Oh, holy night that Oh, you know, I, who am unholy, uh, uh, celebrate this holy night because Jesus has come, uh, to, to change the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I can see that there's a, in that song too. So maybe jingle bells is actually more emotional than we think. We're just so far removed from the context. We are just jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. And speaking of bells, uh, Jay Livingston and Ray Evans holiday classic Silver Bells. Oh, yeah, yeah. Silver Bells was originally, (laughs) this one's kind of funny, Tom, uh, was originally titled Tinkle Bells. (laughs) Tinkle Bells, Tinkle Bells. Uh, but they changed it when Livingston's wife explained that tinkle was often a synonym for urination. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what came to my mind. Uh, that song would not have taken off if they did not change the title. So I don't know what Mrs. Livingston's first name was, but thank you, Mrs. Livingston, for for doing that. You should always listen to your wife, right, Tom? Yes. Oh, let's see. If she's listening in the other room. Yes, absolutely. Yes, always. always every time. Along. Get that recorded. Yes. Uh, we Wish You a Merry Christmas is one of the oldest secular Christmas songs originating in 16th, 16th century England, which is probably why they asked for figgy pudding. Does anybody ask for figgy pudding in the 21st century? Only in song. Only in the song. That's right. Um. Ah, the Christmas song. You know the Christmas song. Oh, right? it's called the Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting oh, on yeah. an open fire. Jack Frost snipping at your nose. Where do you think? Where would you be when you were thinking about if you were thinking about the words to that song? What would get you in the mood to write a song like that? <laughs> well, I'm thinking not Corpus Christi. <laughs> That's right. Uh, actually, the song was written in 1944 during a summer heat wave. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess that was a way to cool down. We'll just uh, get it out. Get it out. Get it out. Yeah. All right. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's like you're dreaming of something that isn't. Yes, that's right. Okay. I think I may have one or two more. Uh, the earliest Chris, earliest Christmas carol, uh, written in about 1410. Uh, we have a few fragments of it left, and the carol is about Mary and Jesus 
meeting different people in Bethlehem. I don't have a title for it or anything, but uh, there is there is one like that. Um, yeah. Then who would they have met in Bethlehem? Uh, they would have met then. Well, not not necessarily Jesus, but I was going to say the innkeeper, the the uh, the wise men, the the uh, shepherds, uh, and and not in that order. Actually, reverse order. The, they did they did did meet the wise men in Bethlehem. They did not meet the wise men at the manger. They did not. You just messed up Christmas for everybody, Tom. Thank yeah. you. Uh, ruined church yesterday. Yeah. Everybody had Christmas and they had the manger and the wise men were there. Thanks, Tom. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, let's see. Felix Mendelssohn composed the tune to Hark the Herald Angel Sing. Hark the Herald. Hark. <laughs> uh, he composed Hark it. The, uh, last week we talked about uh, Gutenberg versus Google World. You remember that? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the tune was composed as a tribute to printer inventor Johann Gutenberg. Uh, let's see what else, what else, what else, what else. Dick Smith wrote the words for Winter Wonderland. Which one's that? Rocking in a winter wonderland. wonderland. While recovering from tuberculosis in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, Australians again in context, you know, tuberculosis that means he wasn't getting out and walking. Scranton, Pennsylvania, there certainly would be snow. Scranton, what the electric city? That's an office reference. I apologize. All right, Australians have their own version of a 12 days of Christmas, they don't need your stinking American version, Tom. Uh, they replace all the animals with wildlife from down under. Okay. Uh, how about a couple more and we'll be done. In uh, Up on the Housetop, which we mentioned. We're up on the Housetop. Quick, yeah. quick, quick. Santa brings one of the kids a hammer and tacks and another child gets a whip. <laughs> <laughs> One's gonna be a one's gonna be a day laborer, and the uh, the other is a cowboy, is be a migrant worker in a dairy at a dairy farm. Farm. Uh, let's see, about two no, more, I think. Yeah, cowboy, a vaquero, a vaquero. Okay. Uh, the Grand Hotel from its beginning to look a lot like Christmas, which I can't place. What does that What does that mean? Is that part of the words? I don't remember. I should have looked it up. Well, anyway, it's believed to be in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. One more, Tom. One more. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, let me find my last one. And this will be the one we go out on. This will be the fact that sums up 2022 for us, Tom. And how I had it right here. And what did I do with it? Golly. Mm, good uh, thing you're not on the radio <laughs> i do have a face for radio <laughs> i had it here tom i was saving it for last and i i can't even begin to because you 
come so far off the wall that I I never really know where you're going to go. Sometimes that's um that's like kind of how I like it, Tom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here it is. Yes, White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas was used as a secret military signal during the fall of Saigon in April 1975. Did you know that, Tom? No, I did not. Yeah, so uh, we need to think of how we can use these songs to send codes to people in church. You know, when we sing this song, this is what you got to do. You sing that song, that's what you got to do. All right, Tom, we did so that's it. You're just going to tell us that, but you're not going to tell us how it was used. So uh, now we that's, have to. We that's have why to you have Google. We do, I was going to say we have to do home research. Yeah, you go do your home fun. It's not homework. It's home fun. Go have fun at home and figure out how they use that. We hope you have had a Merry Christmas. I uh, hope you have a great rest of the Christmas season, uh, which will lead us to Epiphany, which will be great as well. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for making this a successful 2022 for the podcast, for listening, for putting up with us. Thank you for the conversations I've had uh, outside of the podcast from people who listen. We appreciate that. Tom, I always uh, love getting to hear from you and Brad, and I appreciate all you bring to the podcast. You are a great addition. I'm glad we hired you, man. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, I I get 5% of all t-shirt sales, so... Uh... <laughs> You need to work on that contract, brother. Yeah. Now, now we need to come up with T-shirts, which we talked about in like years ago. But one of the things I will say is, John, it has been a joy uh, to work with you all these years and um, wish you the very best in the upcoming years. Hope the 2022 has treated you well. It looks like it has. It has. It, it's been just run out, okay. out of power on your on your light source yeah i just got to give me some new lights that's all and then we'll be fine after that in a couple of weeks we will be have crossed 100 episodes tom get ready for that world we're coming for you merry christmas we love you god be with you happy new year and we'll see you soon (laughs) 